Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Colin Noir Friends podcast featuring TJ Bliss playing my acoustic guitar. Um, quite a while ago. I don't even remember when this was. This is a long time ago. We got TJ. Well, but obviously man. not back now. We're watching a video of TJ Bliss. Yep, singing Graves in the Gardens, playing my acoustic. Oh, dude. Graves in the Gardens. Oh, man. man. I love TJ. Throw it back a little bit. It's episode 13. Ooh, season three. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just start season I three? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it's episode one. <laughs> episode Cole, you have a daughter in kindergarten now. I do. A lot has happened in the last, what, three months? Yeah. Our three-month break? We, did, we stopped at the end of June. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay. Two months. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, my daughter's in kindergarten now, which is crazy. That means literally, as we're recording this, my daughter is in the same building. Widowy. 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 Yeah, it's nuts. That's crazy. She's so cute, and she wears a little uniform, and I I drop her. I pull up in the line. And and every day, just one tear. One tear. She just, she she gets out of the car all by herself, and she gets her backpack, and she puts it on, and she shuts the door, and she walks up the stairs. She walks out of my life. Without me. Cole just <laughs> holds up the drop-off line every day, weeping. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I have to. I have to drive away, but also I'm looking at her as she is not looking back. Cole at has me. gotten into several <laughs> fender benders in the parking lot. Nearly, honestly. <laughs> oh um, my and goodness! My son is in first grade now. Yeah. Uh, also, same building. Um, I saw the new Ninja Turtles. Great movie. <gasps> and in I the time in the it. time that that's happened, it's oh. also now out on digital <laughs> as well. So oh, wow. it's been that long since we recorded. I've seen Into the Spider-Verse across the Spider-Verse again. Yep. My son has watched it approximately 19 times. Dude. Um yeah, both of those are out on digital. Actually, Across the Spider-Verse is now out on physical media as well. I can't show I like I want to show Tessa uh both of those, but she can't handle intense thi- like moderately Ooh, intense movies things. Are but she loves Spider-Man. Like she watches mm. the Disney cartoon like Spider-Man and Friends. She oh, that's a great show. That is a great them. show. Loves them. So I'm like I kind of want to show you like uh into the Spider-Verse but she, he she can't handle like we watched Lilo and Stitch the other day mm. and she had an emotional breakdown oh, on the man. couch when Lilo got like Her daughter's kidnapped. too sweet. She can't <laughs> handle She's too the sweet sad, for this dude. world. <laughs> She's she too really sweet is. for this world. I mean, you could try and show cuz the beginning is fine. It's just up until Miles gets his powers and then it kind of goes off the rails yeah. a little bit. Like when that whole scene with the goblin and Spider Man and Kingpin, that would be that would be scary. She would need to go to restoration next year <laughs> for that. Like that whole sequence. Yeah. I mean yeah, you could would. give her sample packs like what I did with Keen and the Batman. I just showed him like the cool parts. <laughs> showed him Batman's entrance, the Batmobile's entrance, Check this, this fight at the end, but nothing else. Little I was like, you can't of a see, movie. I can't you can't you see anything else. <laughs> but yeah, uh the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is fantastic. I saw the Rotten Tomato score was really good. It's good, it's very funny. Um it's made for like it's a kids movie, but it's also like r- either written yeah, I think it's written by Seth Rogen. Yeah. So it's it's funny. Plus, like the cast in it is crazy. Like, I mean, the kids the kids are. I mean, I guess I don't know much kids movie wide. They're they're pretty relatively unknown. But I mean, like mm. Splinter is voiced by Jackie Chan. The main villain uh, at the oh. beginning of the movie is voiced by Giancarlo Esposito. If, uh, a lot of people know him as Gus Fring from ba- Breaking Bad. Yep. Um, or he's in Star Wars as well. He's a bad guy in Star Wars. Oh, is he? Uh, in the recent shows. Shoot, um, really? Hold on. Let me see what it is. Struggling to remember the guy's face. You, you'll you know him. He, I know he wears... He's the bad I know he wears black clothing guy. in Star Wars. Well, we all know what black clothing in Star Wars means. This guy. Oh, yeah, Gus. Okay, yeah, yeah, totally. He's in The Mandalorian. He's... um. Shoot, now I'm forgetting the dude's name in Star yeah, Wars. So but he yeah. voices one of the guys at the beginning. Ice Cube voices the main villain. Post Malone voices somebody. Paul Rudd voices somebody. John Cena voices somebody. Seth Rogen voices somebody. Like, what it's dynamite group. Yeah, dude. it's very good. It's just it's very funny. Um, if you're an adult, you'll enjoy it. If you're an adult who grew up in the '90s at all, you'll yeah. enjoy it because it's just like funny. If you're if you have kids, you'll enjoy it. Um, but it's not exclusively if you're kid alive, you'll and, enjoy it. And I think you'll also if enjoy you're breathing, it because you'll enjoy it. It's you're watching the Ninja Turtles, and they're all 15 years old. Yeah, and so they're all teenagers. Yeah, so they just make stupid references to like TikTok yeah. and YouTube and 
different things like that. Like there's one point when they're talking and they reference Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> they're <laughs> like, yeah, he's like the big human Hulk, but he's smart and he can talk. And he's like, did you know Mark Ruffalo improvise those lines? He's like, yeah, dude, he's such a great, like they just <laughs> have conversations like that. And they're things that they like say legit. that you would be like, that's something I would that, say. Yeah, yeah, I would totally. So yeah. It's okay. really, really good. It's a very good movie. We've seen it a few times. I now. was impressed with the trailer, like from the get go, because mm-hmm. their voices are so young. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, th- like these feel like yep. kids. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. And really driving home the teenage mutant ninja. Turtle. And they announced uh, Ninja Turtles' uh, last Ronin game. Which, if you don't know Ooh. what the last Ronin storyline is, that's where all the Ninja Turtles, except Michelangelo, get killed, and then he I seeks revenge. I heard about that. I saw it, like mm-hmm. a YouTube short, I think. I didn't realize the game was coming out. That makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, it just got announced um, not that long ago. Last Ronin. And then, uh, for our audio listeners, just kidding, it's only audio. Um, <laughs> you guys aren't watching I'm, our I'm, YouTube channel I'm going to show Cole the controller that I just bought. Bing, bang, boom. Oh, dude, that's sick. Okay, I'm going to describe it for you, all right? It's a hot pink. Barbie. No. no, I'm kidding. Speaking of Barbie, great movie. <laughs> I know. Right? Great. Mo- did you see it? Yeah, it's yeah. a great movie. Uh, we saw Oppenheimer, and Still then seen Oppenheimer. the day after we saw Barbie. So I'm gonna intentionally watch Opp- Oppenheimer on my phone. <laughs> the disrespect. I'm gonna watch it on a Game Boy Advance. Get out. No, I do want to <laughs> see it. I just haven't. <laughs> finding time to go to the movies is is tough. Yeah, it is. Like finding time. And I don't know that. I mean, Taryn might want to see Oppenheimer. Maybe. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a movie that she'd be sold on. Oppenheimer's really good. Um, it's long. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's rate. It's like his first rated R one, I think. Um, and there's wow. a couple. Uh, Saucy like, scenes, I've heard. Yeah, there's a couple nude scenes in it that I was not expecting. And there's really only. There's only one that significantly adds to the story because there's nudity which i've never seen before i don't watch pretty much any nude stuff yeah it like we're kylie and i were watching it and we're watching the scene and i was like oh my gosh like that it makes a difference okay but it's technically like part of that scene doesn't technically show anything that would require it to be rated r the other scenes where you like you are seeing a whole nude person are completely unnecessary and mm. is what part of what makes it rated R. And I was like, that's that was dumb. That was unnecessary. I didn't need that. I didn't need to see but that. But you enjoyed Oppenheimer? Yeah, because I love Christopher Nolan yeah. and I dig science and it's a good it it's a good mix of like it, it's surprisingly relevant. It's got um, another stellar cast too. It does, dude. The cast is great. It's a deep thinking movie, but it touches it isn't just like, oh I'm gonna watch a history movie like it Mm. makes you think about ethics it makes you think about like even government and because they're dealing with the whole you're following a bunch of professors and scientists in world war ii but many of whom are seriously considering whether or not communism is a good idea and so you Mm. have the issue of like we're trying to stop the nazis but also some of us are part of the communist party but also our government really doesn't like that and if they find out we're gonna get like kicked out of here interesting and the main dude is very like he's, he's not black and white about anything he's like he has his own mind and he knows what he doesn't agree with but he's not afraid to explore it and w- and have reasons why he disagrees with it but he, he's not afraid to get close enough to the people who he disagrees with that it causes problems and it's cool interesting it's a good movie what were your thoughts <coughs> on barbie Barbie, I enjoyed. Barbie was fun. Barbie was colorful. Barbie was um, as feminist as I was expecting, mm-hmm. but not in a way that I was like, this is dumb. Like, there were a couple points where I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Yeah. But I appre- honestly, my favorite, my favorite part of the movie was feeling like they had uh, a way of saying that, hey – the idea that one gender over another gender, regardless of which one it is, is is not right, is backwards. And they expressed it yeah. in the, like, you have Barbie land, where basically all the women are dominant and the men yep. are nothing. And then you have their version of, like, the real world where it's the Ken complete land. inverse. Yeah. yeah, Ken land. And they, they are subtly making the point, hey, Barbie land is not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's, it's not backwards. like this. Yeah, and um. Ken Land is also not good. Yeah, yeah. I I appreciated I just, that. I enjoyed. It's a very beautiful movie to look at. It is. It is a cool. Like it just visually is beautiful. Yes. Like it really is. And like, 
there, the humor in it was just so good. It was like, so funny, dude. The beach scene is one of the. Fu- <laughs> it's a scene that will live in infamy in my. Are we brain. talking about the last one with the big fight? No, well, that one is incredible That's too. So but cool. no, I'm talking at the very beginning where it's uh, uh, Ken and Ken, and Ken and Ken, and um, and Ken and Alan. Uh, also Alan. Dude, Alan was a savage. Michael Sarah needs a an Oscar <laughs> for. I also, I missed my chance. Gap, you know the signature like Gap T-shirt. Yeah, it says Gap. Um, they released one that just said Ken, and I missed my chance to buy it, and I'm so sad. Dude, I want a hat or a hoodie that says I am Knuff so bad. <laughs> I honestly thought about changing my name on PlayStation to Knuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... You, you had Knuff yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Gosling is fantastic in the movie. Margot, the whole cast is really, really yeah, good. Yeah, they're awesome. I've told people who I think would be a little sensitive towards the feminist yeah thing in the movie i was like don't go see it if you're at all uncomfortable with that because yeah it will push you over the edge it will i was like but if you're at all like i just i really enjoyed some of the stuff at the end when they're talking about like being a mom and stuff like that yeah and being, like i'm not a mom obviously but i know how hard it is to be a mom because i've seen firsthand with yeah. my wife and so think i don't know i think if you're at all empathetic yeah and like you seeing the both sides of it where it's like hey both sides of this aren't what they're supposed to be there's right. got to be a middle yeah um i just thought it was i thought it was really well done i thought it was really well shot i thought yeah. like i said i thought it was beautiful to look at yeah costume design was incredible set design was incredible yep also one of the best names for a house i've ever heard of in my life with the mojo dojo casa the house mojo like, dojo that's casa what i'm gonna house. call my house from now on like <laughs> it's so good it's I so good <laughs> like ryan gosling if he doesn't win some kind of award for his role as ken dude. in that movie dude my only job is beach, not lifeguard. Just beach. just beach. I'm beach. Do you need? Do you have someone? Who, beach. <laughs> Hello, I'm a man. I would like a job. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to school or anything no, like that? No, but I'm a man. <laughs> no, but I am a man. So <laughs> I need to speak to a doctor. You're speaking to one. <laughs> no, but I need to speak to like a man doctor. <laughs> The patriarchy ruled all the horses. <laughs> that was so fun, dude. dude I honestly the, lost interest when there weren't as many horses as I thought. Dude, the it just there's been a sea of really good movies this year. Like, yeah, my two favorites though, so, though so far have been Across Spider Verse and um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I seen Oppenheimer yet. But I need to see Teenage Mutant Ninja. It's dude. It's really really good. Um, there are some darker parts, but I think for the most part it's pretty light. So I think Tessa could handle like legitimately i think she i could. don't know dude <laughs> maybe i think if she it, saw shredder like he's not in this he's movie. not in the movie nope. at all nope wow the villain is a uh, superfly in this movie oh okay oh that's kind of nice actually yeah so shredder's not in the movie i need to vet it first dude she can't like there are dis most of the disney movies like mm. can't really can't handle it okay i'm realizing which i already knew this I think everybody knows this. The like the '90s era, the golden era of Disney animation. You know when it was all 2D and they, it was really good, and before things moved to 3D, mm-hmm. um, has a lot of dark stuff or just like hard stuff in it. Yeah. You know, um, and now, not so much. Like the Disney yeah. and Disney Pixar stuff that comes out. Um, well, not Pixar. I take it back. But the Disney, like I'm thinking, like Tangled and yeah. Frozen. But even like, like a lot of Disney Pixar stuff, there's not a ton of like super dark stuff that happens. Like you even think of current stuff like Luca yeah. or Encanto. Like Encanto, Bruno is a little is like the most it teeters on. And there's darker themes, but they're not right. portrayed like Mufasa dying. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like you don't have to. F- Feel the l- deep loss yes. so much. Yes, my kids and are in the did process that a bunch in the night. I'm loving Baymax, the TV show Baymax, and then also oh. um, Big Hero Six. They love those. We haven't watched that yet. We need to watch that. Have you ever seen Big Hero Six? Yeah, I love it. I didn't ever see it in college because I was like, that's stupid. But then yeah. I watched it later with Kean, and I was like, this movie rules. Yeah, such a good movie. Like an well, original was, concept. <laughs> Maybe not an original concept, but original characters. It was technically a, a Marvel thing. I think. Like yeah, I remember Stan Lee's uh I forget his name, but the weird dude's dad, Fred. It's yeah. Fred's dad. It's That's Lee. why I saw it. I was like, "Oh, it's like it's got the Marvel brand on it." So Did okay. it really? Yeah. Something I don't I don't remember why. I don't remember what the association is. I'm not sure, but I remember in the promotion Marvel was a part of it somehow. And I was like, "Oh, Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll go see that." Speaking of Marvel. Mm. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Secret Invasion. Ooh, Have you yeah, watched it? Yeah, I finished it. Yeah, that Dude. last uh, that last episode 
just what a spoilers for Secret Invasion. Yeah, spoilers for Secret Invasion. It's not very good. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's fine. Good. Like I. That's the word. Fine. It I didn't want to watch it from the jump because I was like, I bet this is just going to lead into the Marvels, which is much like the Eternals, a movie I'm not interested in seeing at all. Mm. Um, I'm interested in the Marvels just because of this um, Marvel. Kamala yeah, Khan. Yeah, Kamala Khan. Just because yeah. because that's the only show I I enjoyed. The other. Uh, I can't remember her name, but in WandaVision, she gets her powers in WandaVision. Uh, Photon. Yeah, Photon. Like, that was cool. Her part yeah. in, in the show was really cool. I, I'm, like, indifferent towards her character because I'm like, okay, cool. Kamala Khan, love it. Um, Captain Marvel? <laughs> Br- Brie Larson's Captain Marvel is unfortunate. Yeah, I just don't – I just, again – I just I'm really hopeful for Loki. I'm really hopeful for Dude, Loki yes. season two that comes out in October. Yeah. Everything about that seems really good. They still have Jonathan Majors as Kang. For now. Yeah, for now. Luckily with that character you can kind of change it and people would be like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because multiverse. Um, I've heard Blue Beetle's really good. I haven't seen it, but I've heard Actually? it's really good. I've yeah. Have you not? No, I haven't my I just assume everything that comes out of DC is disappointing, so and ninety percent of the time it's no. Active. I mean, I've heard it's I've heard it's good. The issue is I don't know where it lines up with anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't know if it's just a one off of the Zack Snyder verse, and then it's just gonna go under the radar and just be a one off thing. But I've heard yeah. it's pretty good. Um, I think it's got like a seventy six or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you call that pretty good? <laughs> I mean, that's passing. If I'm thinking like school percentage, <laughs> like a D. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Well, actually, I guess at my high school that would have been near it. Yeah, a seventy-six percent. At the other school, uh, yeah, seventy-eight. Mm. Not bad. What's the audience score? I mean, I don't really trust the audience score. Because oh, really? They, they usually intentionally the audience score will just differ with critics to differ. The audience score is a ninety-two. Okay, so it's certified See, fresh on Rotten Tomato. Critics consensus um, is. Led by Zolo Maraduena's magnetic performance in the title role, Blue Beetle is a refresh- mm. refreshingly family-focused superhero movie with plenty of humor and heart. Funny with lots of action and an appealing cast, Blue Beetle is, entertaining su- is an entertaining superhero origin story with a few fresh twists. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, maybe. I mean, it's one that I don't know that I'm going to like pay to yeah. go see, but yeah. I do I do want to see it. I've, I've heard mostly positive things. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I might watch it when it comes out. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one that I'm not, like, rushing to a theater to go see. Yeah. But Dude, for me, it's like it has to have 85 or above on Rotten oh. Tomatoes. Or I just need, like, I need to be a big enough fan of the production house or the actors that and that's I'm, like, like, whatever, I'm, I'm going like, to see it anyways. Um, is that critic score? Like the Rotten Tomatoes. That is usually critic score unless I have a reason to be suspicious of of the the critics on that movie. I'm just curious. Let's look at the last few uh, Marvel movies. The only time, and I know Christian and I have talked about this a couple times. Christian just like universally does not trust the critic score. I know. Um, I've only been burned by the critic score on the, the Star Wars sequels that was the only time where i was like what is happening but for the most part the critic score has not disappointed me on the movies i have relied on the only oh man even guardians wouldn't pass your test guardians 3 wouldn't pass your test yeah it's got an 82 yeah and guardians 3 i only went because i love guardians and james gunn you want to know what uh ant-man got let me guess hang on like a 46 you got it dead on (laughs) did i seriously (gasps) boom Thor Love and Thunder got like a 66. Ooh. Oh, so y- are you actually excited about the new DCU with James Gunn at the helm then? I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. I just think he knows how to make Superman Yeah, I trust really James well. Gunn. And he's helming Superman. I think we're going to get a really, really good <gasps> oh, Superman. Oh, really? Because he's helming Superman. And they announced who Superman is. I don't know who he is, but they announced who he is. What's his name? Who um, Yeah. I'm just, I can't wait until they announce who this other Batman is. And that's, I mean, what a shock, right? It's a complete reboot of the universe, right? Yes. And then the Batman universe is a separate Elseworld thing. Got it. So it will not tie to it. Um, David Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that's his name. No. David Packard Sweat. <laughs> oh, he's my age. Is there he's a picture? 30. He he has a Superman look to him. He's not big and beefy, 
but he has a he has a super. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. he's got the Superman chin. He, yeah, yeah, d- yeah, he looks like Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's got he's got a Superman. Wait, no, go back. He looks like Henry Cavill mixed with uh the Almost lead like Tom Cruise, the lead actor for Oppenheimer. Oh, Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has. And I mean, he's a young Superman, thirty years old. Yeah. So I think that's cool to have like a young Superman. That's pretty. Because cool. I'm curious because they've announced that Batman is going to be Batman and Damian Wayne. So that means unless Damian Wayne is the first Robin and mm-hmm. like it's just his son, but typically in Batman canon, if we go by canon events, sure, then that would mean that um, <laughs> there's been a Dick Grayson, a Jason Todd, potentially who died and came back, and a Tim Drake, and then also now Damian Wayne. Wow, all of that so in thirty years. So or that less. means like Batman could be older than Superman, which mm-hmm. would be cool. That would be a, a cool thing to that see. That would be that. neat. Um. Anyways, old Batman. So I haven't seen the Flash, but I watched the corridor. It's fine. I watched the corridor crew break apart the Flash's VFX. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, dude. How do you? It's bad. How do you, as a as a studio, even allow that to come? I mean, look out? at look at VFX artists currently. Though every every time a movie comes out, the VFX crew comes out and says the working conditions were horrible. Yeah. Like even with Across the Spider Verse, yeah. they're like we were working. 35 hour days which isn't even possible we were <laughs> you know what i mean like so they're just like every time a movie comes out the vfx is usually not super up to par ant-man uh and ant-man quantumania was terrible. thor love and thunder like you look at all these and there's vfx things that are just off yeah the flash was pretty bad and the director saying like it was intentional like i get when he's running through and it's supposed to look muddy and stuff like yeah i can the only way i can justify it is like okay so it's the it's the speed force and so maybe yeah. it just looks a little different yeah but then like the whole opening scene with the babies at the hospital what, yeah what what that's bad um dude yeah the best part of the flash for me was just seeing michael keaton back as batman that was like my favorite thing and then also yeah. seeing spoilers 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 wait for a second at the very end of the movie, you think <laughs> Barry is in his old universe. You think he's back home. And then you find out he's in a new universe where his dad is cleared. And then he goes outside and he starts noticing little things are different. And then Batman pulls up and he's like, who the F are you? And he looks and it's George Clooney's Batman. So now he's, oh. in, he's in the universe where George Clooney is still Batman. Which honestly, like, even though George Clooney sucked as Batman, it just it got a pop out of me because I was like, all right, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, like, that's pretty cool. Just seeing him back and it's a different universe. Originally, the original Flash ending, he was supposed to go, who the F are you? And then it was going to cut to black. Yeah. And then that was going to be the new Batman for the DCU. And we just weren't going to know who it was. And now oh. Ezra Miller could be Flash in this new universe. Sure. But I think James Gunn is just going hard reset and just... Yeah. Which I think is the better way to do it. But yeah. the Flash, um, it's a cool story. But yeah, the VFX is really hard to look past at certain points. But Which I know, like VFX artists, and and they said it on Corridor Crew too. Like They're like, we don't blame the VFX artists because of the limitations they've been given in terms of time. You know? I don't get how the the multi 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 million dollar company yeah. billion dollar company is okay saying even though this looks like garbage we're still going to release this because deadlines like yeah. i i'm like ha, what i felt that way with ant-man i was like this is really low quality yeah. out of marvel and I'm like I'm kind of shocked by it. Yeah. I'm really surprised they'd allow. Well, I mean, it. you even look at what Marvel's been putting out recently. Like Kevin Feige says, there's a plan and there's all this, like it's all gonna come together. But it's yeah. like, man, are you just gonna rely on Loki to like hard reset or like what's gonna happen? Because some people, there's even a rumor going around that there's gonna be a hard reset of Marvel, hmm. like a hard reset with this next phase of like even recasting some characters potentially. Whoa. And stuff like that. And I don't know. We'll see. They've only so far they've only had to recast once, right? Which was Rhodey. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that whole mess with Secret Invasion and Rhodey, oh, which possibly throws a whole given Rhodey could have been in the uh, hospital at any other time. Yeah. But Does it's it, not Are they implying a specific time when he was in the hospital? They're not implying, but when you think about it, the last time we know that Rhodey was in the hospital was after it after the effects of Civil War. Or the uh Event yeah, when his legs got yep, and that's the last time we know he was in the hospital, and he was having trouble walking when yes. he got out of the tube. Yes, so it's like, yeah, you infer, but then that erases a lot of emotion from Tony's death and Endgame, and that's true. All yeah, that I stuff, don't, so. I don't know if they would do that. I mean, maybe because it does, 
it should make it hit harder that there was a secret invasion. It's just unfortunate that the show didn't hit that hard, yeah. you know. Yeah. And six episodes, it's just not enough and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 3 has me excited as well. I told you guys oh, yeah? last week there's like the set photos of one the new Wolverine costume fighting yep. Deadpool but then also the crushed 20th Century Fox logo. Yeah. So it's almost like Deadpool's going to go through and kill the Fox universe instead of the Marvel so universe, cool. which has potential to be so sick. Yep. Um there's a lot that on the horizon that looks good but so much stuff due to this strike is getting pushed way back yeah like so much stuff strikes man yeah, what are you gonna do I mean, you gotta pay the artist because people are like oh hollywood actors you get paid so much and it's like well some of them don't <laughs> yeah i definitely said that yeah i definitely said well it's funny actors. you and i had this had this conversation and then literally just before that this podcast i was listening to or something was like not all Hollywood actors, like the ones we think of, the big, the big top yeah. dogs, yes. But that's who we typically think of. But I don't think a lot of, well, they are striking to show solidarity. But it's like union people. like Sure. Who, I don't know. People who haven't had a big break, they're not making a lot of yeah. money. Hopefully it gets resolved They're just trying to get by. I just, <laughs> I need Batman to come out in 2025. <laughs> please. please. Yeah. I need another movie to talk about on this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. We've got plenty to talk so about. So many movies, dude. They're applying the pressure. Oh, dude. And Spider-Man 2, the video game, comes out next week. Oh, oh really? Not next Already? Week, sorry, not next week. Next month. I wish it was next week. Soon enough, though. Soon It enough. looks good. The game looks real good. Yeah. I'm curious to see how Venom is, what Venom's like in that game. I won't be playing it, but I'll be watching cutscenes. Yes. <laughs> I will so. be watching a playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I've managed to not, like, I don't feel like I'm missing out that much anymore yeah like there was a time where i was like if i'm not playing like the first the first time i ever did my year-long like yeah. video game fast that was like 2018 2019 yeah. um there was a good two or three months where i was watching twitch oh man like for probably an hour and a half two hours <laughs> every day <laughs> just watching people play the games i love yeah, that's pretty that that would be very very difficult that it was tough but yeah i don't really feel that anymore now i'm just kind of like yeah cool i'm sure it's great yeah but i mean it's not like you're you're just like not doing it. like you you're just sitting just around like, doing nothing. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Well, what am I gonna do? You know, <laughs> just <laughs> you just replaced it with nothing. I'm yeah. getting a new book today, uh, and I say I'm getting a new book, and I should just read the books that I have because I have a lot of books that I don't read. But this one really captivated me with what it was talking about. And oh, one of the taglines is something that I've been saying for the past number of years that I'm not really good at shifting gears from movies to spirituality. Oh, it's nice. about crystals. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's actually about astrology. Um, I'm a Taurus, which means that Mercury is in retrograde, and my toenails are gonna become werewolves. <laughs> oh, d- oh sorry. Speak. I have things no offense. About Mercury being. I, retrograde, I don't need. To, I don't mean to be offensive about any of that. Um, but it's like I would not want you to make fun of my religion, and I will. If anybody listening to this, I'm pretty sure nobody listening to this is big into astrology. But maybe one of our people who listens in like Ecuador or wherever else—that's fair. I'm. I am sorry. I am not making fun of your religion. Please understand that it's Josiah Hint. Oh, Josiah Hint. Wow. We oh, are doing we're a doing a podcast. Do you want to be on the podcast? Yeah, come here. Yes, Josiah. Have you seen? Have um, you seen Across the Spider Verse? I saw it while I was in Costa Rica over the summer. Oh, really? But it was entirely in Spanish, so <laughs> not like 80% of it. <laughs> How did they say canon event in, in Spanish? I, I saw that reference a ton before I saw the movie, and I did oh, okay. not hear it in Spanish. So At all? I, I missed a lot, I'm sure, because I don't know still what a canon event means. So. <laughs> <laughs> but visually, it's great. <laughs> Wow, well, we, you, you need to watch it again <laughs> in English. <There's laughs> Thanks, and Josiah. that was a uh, weekly update with Josiah Hintz, a new segment on. Uh, <laughs> that was fun. Speaking of, um, Am I in a class. <laughs> what? Am I in a class? Oh, do we? Did classes start? I don't remember. I don't think so. I hope not. I haven't seen an email, so. Oh well. Yeah, I, I it's not in my schedule, which it typically would be. Let's see, fall development classes. For those of you who don't know, we have staff classes every now and again where we get to learn how to be better humans. It's pretty great. And Cole and I, I just had a brief panic where I was like, "Am I missing it? Am I late to class? <laughs> oh no! Am I making? Anyways, this book is called um, "Beholding: Deepening Our Experience um, in God." 
And the tagline, or just I'll just read you the brief description sure. on Amazon. Um, How can time with God be a source of peace in a loud and distracting world? In beholding, spiritual director and poet Stray, Strahan Coleman invites readers to discover the joy of being with God, not just working for him. Mm. That was what drew me in, uh, the discover of being with yeah. God. I'm really good at doing things and working for God and not being with God. Yeah. Um, as they inhabit the art of resting in God's presence, prayer becomes not only a place of seeking but becoming. Beholding calls Christians to understand how prayer is so much more than spoken conversation between us and God. It's a way of existing together. Beholding God in prayer uh, is profoundly connected to beholding and dignifying others. Embracing prayer practices um, from different Christian traditions digs a deep well of peace in the soul, and our everyday ordinary lives become the, can become the meeting place for God through silence, solitude, community, creation, and hospitality. Very cool. So I, I just, it randomly was recommended to <sighs> me because I follow the guy on social media because yeah. of I think Cammy sent me something from his page once. Yeah. And so I didn't even know he released his book, but I saw it and I was like, oh, interesting. Whenever I see like these people who I follow for usually like art based things or like graphic design on Instagram. Yeah. If they release a book instantly, I'm like, oh, I'm, I might as well give it a shot. And so, but I actually need to like read it rather than just buying it. Buying it and putting it on the shelf? Putting it in my backpack and then just being like, oh, I should read this. Yep. Because yeah, I have, I have a, a lot of books of like those. that that I need to finish. I really need to finish Live No Lies. I need to finish Holier Than Thou, which is a book by Jackie Hill Perry. Um, and mm. I need to first get this book today and then start the book and then yeah. finish Dude, the book. Jackie Hill Perry is great. Yeah. I was given a book. Um, it's not spiritual. It's about the Donner Party. Do you know who the Donner Party is? You ever heard of this? The name sounds really familiar. Yeah, so it's like it's a famous thing, but I, I don't know how familiar you might be, like in the Midwest, because it's not a b- big necessarily affects us or a part of our state history. But the Donner Party was like in the 1800s, a bunch of people came from sort of the Midwest-ish and were going to California, and they took a route that was supposed to be a shortcut that was published uh, in a book written by this dude in california Mm -hmm. uh but the shortcut was basically him looking at a map going it would be faster if you went this way and not actually a traveled shortcut Mm -hmm. and it was essentially a death sentence like they all went through the mountains and got stuck and lost and so they're starving and start eating each other and finding like just trying to find ways to survive through it and it's it's crazy. So that's the Donner Party. The little I know about the Donner Party. Um, and so this book is like a collection of the stuff we know about it and what happened. That's and nuts. I was told it's fascinating and some uh, friend lent, lent me the book and so now I'm reading it. So, yeah. The Donner Party. Horrifying. <coughs> so, yeah. There's, there's the book I'm working on. I had... Okay, so I had an interesting... Um, spiritual thing the you mentioned like astrology and crystals Mm -hmm. and and whatnot um one of my favorite things one of the things i like to say is that all all power is borrowed um spiritually speaking okay meaning uh if you're leaning into spiritual things that are not of jesus and they are providing you a measure of power and they're doing things in your life spiritually like i won't deny there's power there the question is whose power is it whose power are you borrowing and what are you inviting into your life Mm. that way right like from a christian perspective there's the kingdom of god and then there's the kingdom of darkness and it's just those two so whose powers do you want to really tap into essentially so i got this email um every now and again we'll get prayer requests from uh like people who aren't connected to our church, just like random things. And sometimes they're just like kind of crazy sounding. Um, And I got this one that sounded really weird because whoever sent the email was asking for specific prayer to specific like names of angels and specific like named spiritual things that I had never heard of before. And I was like, this doesn't sound very Jesus-y. So I went down a, a Google road and uh, used my good buddy ChatGPT to like educate me on a turns out uh, like weird form of uh, like Jewish mysticism. Um, and I got to write this dude an email. I was feeling kind of spicy. I wrote this dude an email and I was like, hey, hey, like I'm praying for you specifically to Jesus in Jesus name. By the way, it sounds like maybe you believe some of these things. 
And here's why that might be dangerous. If you're a Christian, this is why I'm telling you this. If you're not a Christian, I still think this is dangerous. But, like, praying for you. Good yeah. luck. Have fun. Just Pray. all power is borrowed. So. I um I frequently go back to a conversation we had on our way to the Bold Conference where um, you guys were given, like, you and Kylie were given a book. And then, like, oh, yeah. you guys had just weird yep. stuff happening until you yep. got rid of the book, right? Yep. And I always have things like that um, in the back of my mind that I, like, weigh. And so the other day, yep. there's a pro wrestler I really like, um, but he dabbles pretty heavily into – I think he's he studies all religions. Sure. But on his body, he has a bunch of tattoos. He has yeah. tattoos from Buddhism, um, the goddess Kali, who, like, is a very dangerous, like, demon, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also has a satanic tattoo. Yeah. And so I bought this toy for my son because I was like, I love this wrestler and I want my son to have this wrestler in his collection. Yeah. But then I like read up more on his tattoos and like I just didn't feel right about yep. it. And so I, I not that I think whatever. So I, I have a friend who also collects wrestlers who doesn't know this story, doesn't have this same feeling. But sure. I just like I bought it and then I'm just going to sell it to my friend because he wants this this yeah. wrestling figure as well. And so but I'm like, man, I just can't. Uh, for whatever reason, that story you told, you influenced a way I look at a lot of things without even knowing. Woohoo! Like, I even think. to the point of, like, <laughs> uh, I bought this, like, uh, when I got my nose pierced, I bought yeah. this cleaner to clean it and stuff. And on it, uh, on the outside of it, there was, like, some Buddhist or Hindu-looking yeah. god, temple, statue, something. Yeah. Didn't want it in my house, so I peeled that label off. And yeah. then I even had a moment where I waited. I was like, do I just go buy a different cleaner? Because, like, do I feel okay with having this cleaner in my yeah. house? Yeah. And it's, at a certain point, it's doing a little too much. Yes. But there's just things yeah, where I, I weigh what is in my house. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, I really have to think about. Now, I say that, and it's not like I'm just filling my house with worship music all the time, and I'm not filling my house with sermons on my TV and things yeah. like that. So, But I, there are little things like that that I weigh. Yep. That I'm like, okay, what do I? Yeah. What am I allowing to be here? Yeah. Kind of I, situation. Yeah. I think you can get too spiritually rigid if you believe. Um, and this is like a specific belief. I believe it is true. And it's because I've experienced it a little bit. I grew up being told this, but then I experienced some of it. And I was like, oh, okay, I see that. I get yeah. that. Um, but it's the idea that's like there are things, physical, tangible things, that have, you could call it, I don't know, like spiritual ties or or it's I didn't like infected with some sort of spiritual yeah, thing. Yeah. I don't know how you describe it, but it's akin to saying this thing is spiritually gross yep. and it will s negatively affect yeah. you because you've you're, you're you have allowed it and you've invited it. Yeah. in, um, And so you should be on guard against things like that. But how do you discern what's spiritually gross and what's not and how far is too far because you can get too black and white about yeah. it and what are the rules about I think, how that and works. I think for me honestly it's the same way I feel about like the prophetic and giving words to people I yeah. usually go with the first thing that kind of jumps in my yeah. in my spirit and so um, that's why there are just certain things I can I can handle and then certain things I can't handle so like for example, it was this figure, right? I yep. bought it. I got it to my car. I, like, looked at it for a little bit. And then I started looking at the tattoos on the body. It's a really cool figure. Like, tattoos are done really well. It looks yeah. really awesome. But then the more I sat with it, I just had this, like, <laughs> in the TikTok term, I had this ick that came up. <laughs> had <And> this so, ick. <laughs> uh, it just happened. And I was like, man, that sucks. Yeah. And, like, there are just certain things that happen. And, like I said, even talking about that, like, aftercare that I was talking about, that yeah. felt silly to me. But yeah. I still, I peeled the label off and I kept the product. I didn't disregard the product. Yep. But there are certain things that I usually, I'll just trust kind of the first thing that comes up because I know yep. the first thing that comes up is, is sometimes for me it's not. But, like, obviously you have to filter it. But in terms of things dealing with spirituality and things like that, yeah. I the first thing that comes up is usually the most untampered with thing yeah it's when i start to think about it that then my mind races all the other ways and i fill it with me so same yes. way if like i'm praying into a word for like a baby dedication or presbytery i did uh the altar team last year things like that yeah the first thing that kind of jumps up is like what i have to go with because it's the least defiled by not yeah. defiled i'm not saying my brain is this bad thing but the first thing that comes to mind is like this and i have to think about that because then if i think about it then i'm like doubting potentially what god said yeah through that yep. so yeah the, sp the spontaneous thought as it comes has not had the time to be manipulated by your yeah, like conscious exactly. thinking especially if you're an overthinker at all like i i am an overthinker and so yeah, me too yeah
So I get that. The more I sit with it, but yeah, it, it's just an interesting thing that I've carried with me from the Bold Conference. Yeah. So. Yep. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah. I just totally diverted this because I I was looking for something specifically on Instagram, and uh, then I <laughs> I follow this page on Instagram. Yeah. Um. And honestly, this might be my my recommendation. Okay. Uh, for this <laughs> week, there's a it, like I it's followed by 890 people, so it's not a huge account. And like each post <laughs> gets maybe uh, like under 30 likes usually. Um, it's an account called Real Businessmen. <laughs> Cole, I'm gonna <laughs> let you just scroll through their post real quick and just tell me what oh you no. see. Okay, I see a man in a suit. I see a man in a suit. I see a man in a suit. Okay, I see a man in a suit. I see men in suits. It's just called Real Businessmen. <laughs> That's they, it. They go on websites and they take the pictures of the real businessmen. No, no names. It's nothing. It's just a real just business pictures man. of real businessmen. Oh, business look at that guy's That's mustache. A good one. That's a good. That's one. legendary. Yeah. So it's just called Real Businessmen at Real Businessmen, and uh, wow, it's just pictures of real businessmen. <laughs> See, it's stuff like that that makes me wonder where has my picture gone on the internet? Yeah. Hopefully not very far. Like I don't consider myself. And an important enough person that it would. What am I looking at? It's what a fuggler. That's disgusting. They make funny, ugly monsters. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> buy one for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is interesting to think about that. But anyways, what a Man. what a deep turn that was. So you're recommending at real businessmen for yeah, people's eyes. Yeah, at real businessmen. At real businessmen. Yep, you want to follow that. Also, there's another page if you want to follow something that's kind of funny. I need to see if I can find it. Uh, this one. No. Is this it? No, that's not it. Uh, I will look for it. Cole, what are your recommendations this week? Mine. And you know what? They don't even have to be our traditional <gasps> ones. They can be whatever you want, Cole. I'm free. You're free. I can share as I see fit. Ew. <laughs> Just showing me stuff on his Instagram. Yep, that's all. Yep. That's all that's happening right now. Um, okay, things I recommend. What doth thou recommend? If you're in Estes Park, Colorado, Ooh. Kylie and I went to Estes Park for a week. It was beautiful. We loved it. It was great. Um, I recommend eating at this uh, Himalayan restaurant. And if you can't go to Estes Park, then just find a Himalayan restaurant. Um, because just find one, just do it. The Indian food was just delicious. Honestly, eat some Indian food. Like find an authentic Indian place if you're in the Omaha area. There's f- authentic everything everywhere. Um, you just gotta look hard enough. It was so good. It was delicious. Himalaya. Yeah, Cole just went on vacation. I did. I went How was on that, vacation. Cole? It was great. On a scale of one to ten. Ooh, I'd give it like an eight. I think Kylie and I post vacation realized a couple things. Um, we stayed too long. It was just the two of us, and we stayed in a, a cabin that only had one room. Like, it was like everything was one room except for the bathroom. So we really enjoyed being together, but that also meant no space for mm. each other, um, which, like, didn't really cause any problems. But after we came home, I think we were feeling like, okay, now I'm ready for, like, some space. Mm. So that probably could have been, like, Hindsight's twenty twenty. In the future, maybe a different setup, um, and maybe not staying for five and a half days and making it like three or four, because then you start to get bored and you feel bad because you're like, I'm on vacation, I need to enjoy this. I still have two days. How do I make the most of this? Mm. But we've done all the things we really want to do, and now we're just sitting around, and I feel like we're wasting our time and our money. Um, so that's why it's an eight. But it was beautiful. The mountains are beautiful. Estes Park is beautiful. And I want to take my kids there. Rocky Mountain National Park is gorgeous. And I want to go hiking there some more. Downtown Estes is fun. Um, We went into some of the rock stores. Because in Colorado, if you don't know this, the only souvenirs that are really available are like carved wood things, rocks, stuffed animals. And that's (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much it. A bunch of trinkets and knickknacks that don't matter. Knickknacks, trinkets, and what's But, of course, all the rock stores that have amazing rocks and minerals so cool also usually have a a tinge of like crystals crystals healing crystals whatever we went into one that felt i you'll get what i mean it felt clean like spiritually felt clean walking in wasn't a problem and i was like this is awesome we could hang out here right we went to one across the street felt 
dirty, like immediately. And I'm looking around and you can tell why, because it's like on every shelf, there's like witchcraft, oh. Wicca, crystals everywhere. There's pretty rocks. And then there's also spells you can cast. And I was like, Ooh. Ooh. Tom, Tom, we, we I'm out of here. We love a good spell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone. So, yeah. It was great. It was a good vacation. Loved it. We went, okay, we went to an observatory and got to look, like, through a gigantic telescope. The observatory where you've got a dome over you, and the dome... I've I've been there in GTA. Moves. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I got to go inside. Ooh. Can't do that in Grand Theft Auto. No, yeah. It was awesome. It was an awesome experience. I love the stars. Um, It's so cool. Looking at them through a telescope was really neat. The pictures aren't visually pretty most of the time because you're looking at a thing from far 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 away far but if you know what you're looking at it's mind-blowing like we got to see andromeda which is our nearest neighboring galaxy um it just looks kind of like a blur in the telescope but thinking i am using my eyeball to right now look at the light from a galaxy that's not our galaxy is like that's where nowhere (gasps) nowhere so, you gave us a food. Yeah, food I recommend. Music. Music. Make me lose control. Man, I haven't been listening to too much lately, actually. Oh, man, have I got some music for you. Good. I'm actually going to skip the music recommendation because I can do what I want. Pick something else. Put something else in there. I Some other recommendations I have for you guys. I recommend eating more vegetables. Oh. I recommend watching Blue Zones. Watching on more vegetables. <laughs> watch more vegetables. <laughs> Go watch Veggie Tales. Um, that's I, I've been listening to a lot of Veggie Tales lately. Oh, a lot dude. of the Bluey album. Dude, Veggie Tales. There's lots of so good. Lots of that stuff. Go watch Blue Zones on Netflix. It's a pretty neat documentary. Uh, a Blue Zone is a term referring to places where people live to 100 at a rate that is much higher than the rest of the world. Um, so it's like a essentially like this place for some reason has got health or longevity. Longevity? Is that the right word? Longevity. Longevity. Yeah. Uh, figured out pretty well. Wow. Um, and it's a documentary about All this they guy. do is smoke menthols. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only. That's funny. If only. <laughs> if only it was that easy. Can you imagine if that was medicine? It's like, Smoky. I'm sick. I hate having to smoke, uh, but it makes me better. That sounds like a John Mulaney bit. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I hate having to smoke, but it makes me better. <laughs> yeah, those are my recs. That's my mm, recommendation. Are, you know, those are good. Um, Food. Man, I am so boring when it comes to food. It's not even funny. Um, I recently started doing this, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I enjoy it while I'm eating it, and then afterwards I don't enjoy it. <laughs> Burger so, King? No. That's <laughs> I don't enjoy it pretty much regularly. No, their chicken fries are good. Everything else there is beans. Um, no, they have French toast sticks in the morning. Those are always <gasps> Ooh, good. Ooh, French toast sticks. Anyway. Um, I saw this mm. dude who's pretty yoked on TikTok where I see everything, right? And he just eats like – a pound of ground beef for certain meals. Yep. He'll just eat a pound of ground beef and then ha- his it has this jalapeno sauce from Yellow Bird that's really good. So it's very good. Yeah. Just I do the pound of ground beef, Yellow Bird hot sauce, and then like a couple pieces of toast. It's very, very good. Yeah. But then afterwards, I just, I think I induce meat sweats onto myself <laughs> and then I'm so yeah. gassy and it's miserable. But the time I'm eating it, it's very good. Delicious. So You know how um, much meat or protein is in a pound of ground beef, yeah. dude? It's a lot. A decent amount. So that's why I think I like shocked my body. They were like, This yeah. is so much protein, you would not do us a favor right now. <laughs> so uh go do that. It's a. Uh, it's not too expensive. Try and it's it. just get some like lean ground beef or Jake Adams suggested uh ground turkey because it's leaner. It is leaner. Um so got a different flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, do that and then get yellow bird hot sauce and Put that on there, and yeah. Good idea. Uh, watching, one thing I've been watching a lot recently, and I don't know if I can recommend this because, I mean, they're clean because they censor what they're saying, but they're also not. Sure. Mm. Um, I've been watching a lot of um, this YouTube channel called The Losers, where they just do different stuff in Grand Theft Auto, and that's why I love it. I love GTA Let's Plays because <laughs> I love 
Grand Theft Auto. Um, so yeah, go watch The Losers, and it's a funny name. They're the Losers, which is it's funny. So I also watch recommend the watching the Ahsoka show if you're a Star Wars fan. Ooh, That's Ahsoka. all I'll say about Ahsoka. that. Ahsoka. Um, VF- wow. <gasps> Look, YouTube has recommended to Noah the thing that I just said I watched earlier. Uh oh, Gary. Um, music. I I have a couple. Okay. Okay. One, uh, the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse soundtrack, just so good. Um, specifically, a couple heaters. Am I Dreaming? It's the second song in the album. So stupid good. And then also Nonviolent Communication uh, is later in the album, but it's so good. It's so very good. And then finally, a worship one, because, you know, I am a worship pastor. Yeah. Um, this is from Bethel Music. Um, it's a song called Beauty slash We Fall Down. They released an EP for their song Beauty that was on their most recent album. But this one specifically is their song Beauty and then tied with the classic worship song we fall down yeah. and the song i mean the name kind of gives it away but it is it's beautiful the song is so pleasing to listen to it's just so good it's basically yeah. just admiring god um which is really cool and then throwing back the classic of we fall down and lay our crown with the oh yeah Jesus. that's good you said so we good. fall down and all i could hear was float on in my head and we all fall down all right it's <laughs> <laughs> a christian version <laughs> and uh, and then other than that, go um, follow Real Businessmen on Instagram. <laughs> and also, PSA, if you were talking Song. about the plural form of a woman, and you spell woman slash women wrong, you make me angry on social media. If you were saying, I uh. saw this woman, and you spell it W-O-M-E-N, I saw fix it. This I saw women. this women. That is women. W O M E N is Can women. Can you believe the these plural woman? form of woman? Woman is W O M A N. If you need any clarification, one woman is one woe man. A plural form of women is woe men. This is what early onset feminism sounds like, guys. Please. Just, <laughs> I, I mean, even if you're saying man and men, just. Man is one. Men is many. Which does this happen a lot? You would be shocked. The amount of times I see it on social media, and I just have to hold my fingers back from just being like, "Fix it, fix, fix it, it, fix it." Um, anyways, that is a uh, language time with Noah, and this has been Cole and Noah are friends, and you guessed it. After all this time, the time away did not mean Cole and I were not friends because we are still friends and this is the longest podcast we've had in a while because you guessed it we're still friends bing bang boom goodbye